Hello, and welcome back to the From Grief to Greatness podcast. I am Gerard, and I'm here with Christy and John. Hi, I'm Christy. Hi, I'm John. Well, today we're going to talk about job and living situation stress, which is something that we can uh, all say we've had experience uh, with. Definitely. Uh, it's something that really does affect everyone. Uh, stress in itself uh, negative, negatively amplifies things. And all of us uh, that are in or have ever been uh, a part of the, the workforce know that everything from your commute to your coworkers, boss, duties, your pay, or even your job security can all put a strain on your brain. And with your home life, living situation, uh, as either a child or an adult, there are a lot of challenges in coexisting, regardless of uh, the nature of the relationship. And, you know, when I was growing up, uh, just being a school kid, you know, my parents did put a lot of pressure on me there. My, my home life was good, but you know, I, I was a good student and, you know, I was always pressured to continue to be a good student and I developed other kinds of interests, which made it harder for me. I made it harder for me to uh, keep up with uh, the kind of pace that I was on. And, uh, you know, so I tried to do what I could here and there just to, you know, make sure that, and I, not that I was necessarily trying to, I wasn't trying to make them happy. I just wanted them to leave me alone. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you just kind of get off my back. But, you know, then, you know, time goes on and, you know, you, you, you move along and you, you, I think I had a job when I was about 14 and, uh, you know, it was just, I was a stock boy at a, at a little department store that was in my town. So there wasn't really anything to say about that as far as any, any stresses, but once it became real, you know, once uh, high school was over and I didn't really do anything with college, you know, then it became for real. And I had to, I got involved in the optical business and it was a very busy business. And, you know, I stayed with it for a while and you know, it's just these different jobs where there's just too much going on at once and you can't stop it. And it's very hard to deal with that. And I didn't like it, but you've got to work. You know, mm -hmm. the yeah. thought of moving on is not always, it's not, it's not always easy. It's, you know, will the next situation be better in some ways and worse than others? And it does create a, a certain amount of stress, even in just thinking about what to do about it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because you have a lot of responsibilities, you know, especially once I became a homeowner, you know, just the, the upkeep of it and finances and everything, trying to make sure that you're, you're paying all your bills. And, you know, some people get two jobs mm -hmm. to try to make ends meet. My, my parents did. My father had used, had, had worked uh, in some night jobs and side jobs and everything as, you know, along with his regular uh, job. And, you know, this is why we've been playing the Powerball uh, lottery three times a week, <laughs> trying to get out of this mess. But, um, I think that when I, I got to a point in the field that I was in, in the optical field, that I, I, I got gotten to a point, this is not too long ago, maybe five or six years ago, I said, I want to change. But I didn't know what to do because I wasn't really, I didn't have a, 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 the educational background to do anything else or any kind of training in anything else or any special skills. And I really felt a lot of stress because I wanted to get out of it. But, you know, this was my bread and butter. This is That's what I knew how to do. That's a real tough situation to be yeah, in, like, yeah. What am I going to do beyond this? Mm -hmm. So I did make a life change eventually that just happened recently. And I, I've been driving for, you know, Uber during the day. And we've had one karaoke gig at night and we're trying to get more. And it really feels like a lot of that stress has melted away. And I'm, I'm very fortunate That's to say good. I'm in that situation. And there still are some financial stresses, but... Uh, yeah, this, this, I, I never realized how overwhelmed I was by 
this whole situation of what my, my, my job life was. And mm-hmm. I've never really had all that much along the lines of problems with coworkers or bosses for too long. Uh, we've good. all had bad bosses and, and a person here and there that just, you know, just rubs you the wrong way or doesn't pull their own weight. But I never really had too, too mean? much of that. For me, it was always just about um, how the I, job you know, itself. Or? The job, yeah, I mean, just not making enough money. You know, that was really what all, a lot of my stress has been about in the workforce. And, you know, life situations, they're, they're, they vary. You know, like I said, my home life was good, but there was always a lot of pressure put on me to be, you know, what my parents wanted me to be, which I, I did not have the same picture. I did not have the same stuff going right. through my mind. Okay. And they really, they really unloaded a lot of that on me. I always remember my father's uh, uh, two words, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. That's really three words. But you know, I was always saying, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, you gotta have this, you gotta have that. And I'm not saying he was wrong about what he was saying that I needed to have in life. It was about how he wanted me to go about doing it. And I just had different ideas about that. That's not uncommon. No. The parents and kids just kind of disagree about the way, you know, the kid's life should go. Because you're an individual Mm -hmm. and individuals like to do what they want to do. Right. You know, not just what their parents say. Yeah. So, yeah, that's tough. It is. Um, Well, I didn't know it was legal to work at the age of 14. (laughs) Yeah, I wondered about that myself. (laughs) Did you? Okay. I was like, 14? Did you get paid? Yeah, I had to get working papers and everything. Yeah, that was Oh, my gosh. I think I remember that, yeah. Because down here, you can't. No, huh? Oh, no. Florida, you can't do that? No. Okay. 16, I 16, wow. think is the age. But hmm. anyway, so... Um, my father had me working at like 11, actually. I'm sure he did. <laughs> <laughs> if I would have said something about working papers, uh, it would have been a problem. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I didn't start working until I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And um, the I don't know if you guys have this up north. It's a place called Cloth World. Okay. And basically, they, they sell material that, you know, for people who make clothes or whatever the case may be. A, a friend of mine from school got me the job in there. Um, this was my first job ever. And even at that time, I thought, my gosh, this pay is horrible. Mm-hmm. for Because, you know, you have to deal with people mm-hmm. and their little attitudes or, right. you know, whatever the case may be. But, um, and then I remember getting a raise. It was 10 cents. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? So then another friend of mine got me a job in a restaurant and, um, that one paid more and, uh, it, um, but there you had to be 18 to work a slicer, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but I was 17 and a half. So I just started working there in the front and then I ended up working in the back. Um, I had always gotten, uh, for the most part, maybe up until high school, I I got pretty decent grades. I wasn't like straight A or anything, Mm -hmm. but um, high school was a little bit of a struggle. As you all know, I kind of went through some things that maybe uh, distracted me from focusing on my schoolwork. But um, still, I graduated and I made it through. And I did. I did start college, but it just it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't for me. me. Yeah, I just unfortunately. Yeah, you know, but um, 
I did continue to work. Um, I moved out at 18 and then I got a second job. So I was working two jobs in both in two restaurants. And, um, you know, I have a very, I think I got it from my dad, a very strong work ethic. Um, cause my mom really didn't have to work. Um, she did a couple of times, but my dad was like, Mr. You know, worky pants. Yeah. So anyway, um, The second job I had was pretty, both of all of those jobs were all right. The first one I didn't really care for, but I left pretty quick. So then as I was working in the rec- uh, restaurant industry, you know, it's a lot of manual labor Yeah. and, yeah. and you get hurt and different yeah. things like this. So, um, my dad was like, you know what, you really should get into an office job. And mm-hmm. he helped me get one. Yeah. I work for Sears and Roba. Okay. If that tells you how old I am yeah. in the collections department, which I really didn't even know what that meant at the time. But anyway, um, the job itself was a little stressful, but I loved my bosses. I loved my coworkers. It was great. Yeah, that helps. Yes, it does. And at that point, um, I think I had, I had moved out and then moved back in. I've done that several times, yeah. but anyway, um, as I, I got older, I've stayed in the, uh, the office um, industry, mm-hmm. finance. Yeah. And um, so as of late, like within the last, you know, 10 or so years. Yeah. So I had this one job. I was there for about five years. And I, could, I liked my boss and my supervisor. Mm-hmm. But so there was somebody above them that, that oversaw us, not, not the, not the loan officer, but me and my super immediate supervisor mm-hmm. mean as the days long, really? that girl was yeah, so mean. That hurts the whole situation. Yes. Uh, like I can't tell you, and I know I'm a grown woman, but I had to go outside many a time and just cry mm-hmm. and just yeah. get it out. Yeah. And, and trust me, my supervisor did the same thing. Yeah. I mean, we would be like, it, it was just horrible. Yeah. Like, how do you talk to people like that? You know, is that supposed to boost my morale? I don't think so. Well, and then after a while, I could see the writing on the wall. The The branches started closing, and I knew that they were going to close. So I'm like, let me just get out before. I don't want to be caught in a situation. Um, and at, at that point, I think I was perhaps five years into, um, you know, a marriage that I wasn't very happy in either. So, um, between the job and the, and the home life, it was a bit of a struggle. Yeah. When you've got that combination of, right. I mean, it's good at least if, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's good. Like when at least one is okay and Mm -hmm. and one's uh, maybe, but okay. So then I went to, um, the next job and, at first I really liked it until I came to understand that the, the person, the CEO that was over everybody, he was very volatile and he could just get mad and fire people and he would do it all the time. Yeah. So you really had well, to kind of, stressful. that is very stressful. So every day I'm like, Oh my God, am I going to keep my job? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and, and, and that's not a good worry to have. That's very stressful. Yeah. You know, livelihood. yes. And, um, so 
I did stay at that job. And, and they actually ended up firing that person. Mm-hmm. And then we got a boss that was really wonderful. And um, so that part was better. Um, but the situation at home was worse. Yeah. So I would, like, leave work and just go gallivant, you know, go to Walgreens, yeah. go to the library, like, <laughs> you know, the bookstore, like, yeah. whatever. Um just so I didn't have to to go home and endure what I was going through at that time. And and that went on for a while. So at least the job, I really loved the people I worked with. Well, then they began kind of rumors were going about, they weren't rumors, that they were going to start laying off people. But they told me I wasn't one of them. Oh, okay. They even had a, a laptop they had set me up on like mm-hmm. I went through all the motions well long story short they ended up laying me off yeah. and I have to tell you to be sideswiped like that like I cried for hours I was like mm-hmm. sobbing like a baby yeah because what are you going to do that's very that? scary yeah. and and I really um yeah I was really shocked and and they laid off everyone except for like five people so anyway um so then I had that and the home situation mm-hmm. and I ended up, I did end up getting a job shortly thereafter with a local grocery store mm-hmm. and um, within like three days, right? Yeah. Oh boy. However, it was, it was $7 less than what I was making, mm-hmm. but it was also like, I was working 40 hours a week, but at, this job, I'm, I might have worked like 12 or 13. Yeah. They only hired part-time. Yeah. So this was a very massive financial setback. Oh, boy. Okay? And then, like I said, on top of that, my living situation wasn't great. So as we always, you know, say to our audience, therapy is our friend. And I'm just like, look. You know, I told him everything and he's like, you know what, this isn't good because at least, you know, like we were saying earlier, if you're happy in one situation, not the other, maybe it could even out. But now both things, it's not all bad. Correct. So he said, what are you going to do about it? And I was like, oh, (laughs) oh, wait a minute. Yeah. (laughs) Can you believe that? I mean, I don't. I was scared to leave yeah. because I'm a woman mm-hmm. and to be by myself and, and not making what I was making before, I wouldn't have been able to yeah. support myself. Yeah. So hence renting a room. But anyway, um, I, let me tell you something. I, I always, I, I've really as of late noticed this more when you want something and you actually speak it out, mm-hmm. like I'm gonna just say it into the universe. Yeah. Things can happen. Yeah. Okay. This woman called me from out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Out of I didn't apply for any jobs. She calls me, says, I looked at your resume. I'm very impressed. Yeah. I have a job that I think would be a perfect fit for you. I'm like, mm-hmm. at first I thought it was a scam. Yeah. But I was like, really? And this job pays more than what I made before mm-hmm. I got laid off. Yeah. So, and I get to work at home. Yeah. 
Are so you kidding me? A lot of stress got alleviated yeah, right there. Right there. Mm-hmm. And I know you're you're aware of my moving out situation. Yes. I moved three times yep. in three months. Yeah. So that's pretty pretty stressful. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> and um, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Not knowing how it's gonna go from there from the last one. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but hey, you know I did it. Mm-hmm. And um, as we all know, I landed here yep. <laughs> with Gerard. And I have to tell you, I have never felt more peace Good. in my life mm-hmm. than I do now. Good. And we have our struggles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's just life. And you have to right. separate it. We work together on them, which is Correct. great. That's our We build each other up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm very thankful for that. So, I mean... I can honestly say that like stress can actually, you know, we're, we all deal with our, our mental health situations, mm-hmm. but it can also cause you physical ailments. Right. Like I, my stomach, oh. um, I have real bad issues with, yeah. with my stomach and, yeah. um, Headaches when I, and things like that. All mm, yes. Pop up. Yeah. Correct. Migraines. Yeah. Um, all, like you said, all sorts of, I was talking to my, a friend today and and she said because of stress she broke out in shingles stress Mm -hmm. caused that so that's why i think it's it's you know we're gonna have stress in our everyday lives Mm -hmm. but we need to stay open about it and go to our you know plug into our support systems because you can't do it alone and that's okay you know um we're not that's why we're all here we're meant to to do this together we're in this together so it's true um, we come together. That's right. <laughs> so that's my story. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's a story of perseverance. That's mm. for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, John. John. Wow. Well, when I was looking up uh, some of the uh, physical and emotional symptoms, because it reminded me, Christy, about what you were just saying. Mm-hmm. You know, you were uh, right on the uh, hit the hammer right on the nail. Um, mm. The symptoms are, you know, headaches. Uh, sleeping difficulties, gastrointestinal oh, yes. upset, like you're saying. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Fatigue, heart palpitations, muscle mm-hmm. tension mm-hmm. Um, are, you know, the big physical ones. Mm-hmm. Um, the big emotional ones are, of course, anxiety. Oh, gosh, um, yes. Depression, irritability, uh, memory and concentration problems, uh, mood swings. Do you know what I mean? Oh, uh, yes. You know? Sure. Uh, and... <laughs> Uh, but, you know, but, but to be serious, you know, th- those are very um, uh, uh, upsetting and uh, difficult things to deal with when you're trying to get on with your life. And these, these symptoms of stress uh, are just terrible. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so I have two jobs that uh, really caused me stress. Mm-hmm. And um, the first one was my first job when I was 16. Um, I was uh, playing the um, piano and I really wanted to play the bass because that was the, that was the instrument that I really wanted to play. But my parents would not buy me a bass no matter how much I tried. And of course, I had no income when I was 16. So I wanted to get a job. I was in the local McDonald's only about a mile from my house and I was getting something to eat. And I looked at the sign and said, you know, they were looking for applications Said, you know, ask for an application. I was thinking, hmm. Oh, this might be an interesting place to work at. You know, I guess it's as good as anything else. So, well, I'll get an application and I'll think about it. So I walked up Mm -hmm. 
and uh, I asked for an application, and the uh, you know one of the crew person uh, asked for the manager, and she was like, "Okay, I'll interview you right now." And I was like, "What?" Okay. Oh wow! Right on the spot. (laughs) Right on the spot. So we go to Uh one of the tables, and she interviews me, and the usual kind of you know the the you know the bar is not very high for working at McDonald's. Right. <laughs> you know, they're not looking for Mensa or anything like that. Yeah. So uh, she says, uh, can you start Friday, Friday night at four wow. o'clock? And I said, Oh, well, yeah, sure. Okay. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so she hires me and um, to jump ahead a little bit, she, uh, this manager that hired me, she sort of ended up being uh, a, a bit of my, mentor a bit of my uh someone who you know i ended up um being a a very good worker over the time i learned things fast and i was doing very well and she because she had hired me you know it kind of reflected well on her and Mm -hmm. she kind of like you know was very um proud of me and Mm -hmm. she often you know gave me a lot of uh you know uh, good jobs and she smiled at me a lot and she you know gave me a good you know recommendations while we were working and mm-hmm. everything was very very good and then um, after I'd been working there uh, 13 months the um, general manager she was actually an assistant general manager but the general manager decided to make me a manager oh my gosh wow and all of a sudden Yes, a very short amount of time because <laughs> I was really quite. Amazing. I really loved the job, mm-hmm. and yes, and I was really quite good at it. I really, really loved working there, and um, and the manager who you know I become he was a really nice guy. It still is a very nice guy, and mm-hmm. um, you know I became really um, close to him, and he decided to make me a manager after thirteen months. I, I wasn't even eighteen yet. And, wow. and this was just kind of crazy. I was mm. still I was still four or five months away from my 18th birthday. Technically, I wasn't even allowed to work with money or count the draws mm. or use, mm-hmm. use the safe. Oh, my know? gosh. Yes. You know, but um, he makes me manage. And all of a sudden, her attitude completely 180 on me because now really? it was like, you know, I, I and I'm not even sure why I can only speculate. Maybe it was because now, you know, maybe she thought I became a manager too quickly. Competition. Maybe it, maybe it took a long time for her. Yeah. Maybe mm. it could be now. Yeah. Now I was like mm-hmm. on her, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm invading her level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, even though she had much more seniority on me, of course, mm-hmm. I wasn't, yeah. I couldn't tell her what to do, but yeah. still I was like, yeah, now I'm no longer, you know, her protege. Now I'm mm-hmm. her you know, equal. And Mm -hmm. she just became the meanest, (gasps) most, um, Oh my gosh. Just deviously disgusting, Mm -hmm. most, Oh, awful, awful person to me that you could ever imagine. Whenever we worked together, I was just, I was just stressed out so much and uh, Mm -hmm. my stomach would hurt and I would be like sweating and shaking because I knew Mm -hmm. that she was just going to make my life miserable. Right. And I knew that if she was coming in the shift after me and I was in charge of the shift that I better make she was sure that that store right. yeah, was absolutely spotless and everything mm-hmm. was 100%, you know, completely in order, in order. Yes. Yeah. Or else she was going to come in and, and she would just, yeah, she apart. would just rip me a new one, you mm. know, and wow. no matter what the circumstances were, we could have had like the biggest, most busiest lunch, um, 
mm-hmm. uh, ever, ever, you know, uh, people coming in and everything would be, you know, things would be dirty just because, right. you know, you're, so you're really so busy and you, mm-hmm. you need time to clean up afterwards. And she Correct. would come in and if, if, and she wouldn't care, she would just have no consideration whatsoever. She was just, oh my gosh. just the most awful person you could ever meet in your life. And I really, you know, I, I consider myself not someone who just do, doesn't like people. Right. You know, and I give people the benefit of the doubt as much mm-hmm. as I can. I, mm-hmm. I try to not, you know, uh, just, you know, automatically dislike people and discard mm-hmm. them and throw them aside and say, mm-hmm. you know, and say, yeah. I try to say, well, there must be some reason and there must be mm-hmm. this. But no, she, um, uh, in, in my entire 52 years on this earth she is the only person i can say that i actually hate wow the only person that yeah really th- yeah. that much you know and, and there are a lot of people that i i know that can probably qualify for that but i wouldn't even mm-hmm. put them on her level mm. and wow. um the stress that she caused me whenever i would look at the manager's My schedule gosh. and it would come out and if we had to work together or work after me, I, I would just, I would just, you You're know, cringe. Mm-hmm. I was dreading it. I really, really was dreading it. Wow. And finally, um, it, it just led to really, um, after five years of it, just, just to uh, really burn out. Uh, I just completely burned out. Uh, I was just exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, the long-term stress, you know, is what, how burnout, mm-hmm. you know, is basically described as, mm-hmm. um, uh, reading from my notes, it's a feeling of, uh, tired or drained, cynical, negative outlook. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, using drugs or alcohol. I, I drank a lot of alcohol at the time, mm-hmm. having to drag yourself to work, mm-hmm. uh, feeling disillusioned about your job. Mm-hmm. lacking satisfaction from your achievements. And I know Gerard, you were very burned out working at oh. the optical store. Oh my God. I'm oh. sure you could uh, feel you can um, uh, sympathize oh, um, sure. with, with these, um, with oh, this yeah. list of being mm-hmm. tired and drained, feeling yep. cynical and negative and things yep. like that, dragging yourself to the store, you know? Um, yeah. Absolutely. And finally, after five years, um, I, I just had to quit. I just had yeah. to leave because I, I just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. Because it was, it was giving me, um, you know, the symptoms that I talked about, the anxiety, sure. uh, the irritability, the uh, physical. What a toxic environment you yeah. were in. Just very, physical very parts, toxic, yeah. whatever oh she was there. Oh, my um, I feel it was, and to this day, I, I just don't know why. I just feel like, you know, it was, if, it was just like retribution because I became a manager at such a young age, so quickly, you know, that it was just like some sort of vengeance. Mm. And, um, you know, it was just terrible. Yeah, and, there's something uh, really wrong with her. Yeah. Yes, yeah. She she definitely had issues. She mm-hmm. had even more issues than just me. She Clearly. had she had anger problems. Yeah. You know. Um uh but, and but we're coming to the end of the podcast here, so I'm not going to take up too much time with, with my second job other than saying, you know, I was working in a group home for autistic adults and I had, a, oh. it was always two people working. I was working the overnight shift from uh, oh. 11 o'clock to nine in the morning. And it was my partner. Um, she worked a lot of hours, 
because there are always a lot of extra hours available. But it seemed like her attitude was as long as you show up, then that was good enough. <laughs> and didn't seem very interested in doing any work. Oh my! <laughs> so I did basically like ninety percent of the work, and wow. that was making me very irritable. Of course, oh, uh, and uh, causing a lot of anxiety and a lot of anger. Mm-hmm. Some of them doing things, I'd be like, you know, Absolutely. throwing things into the laundry. Yeah, you know, right. Like, <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. after a while. Um, you know, and sometimes, you know, I was looking also in my notes to say that the causes of stress at work, you know, could be pressure, poor organization and lack of uh, support from managers. And yeah. definitely, you know, the managers were not doing their job when it came mm-hmm. to making yeah. sure she did a work. There was Clearly. definitely poor organization. Mm-hmm. And, and I felt so much pressure and um, so much anxiety and so much irritability that, um, you know, after a while, I was just like, I, I can't you know, take this bull crap oh, anymore no because no. it was causing so much stress on me. And yeah. I had a 45 minute uh, commute each way and the stress that. was carrying over yeah. and it was making me very road rage. Mm-hmm. That's not really a word. <laughs> Driving, road you know, because it was carrying over and yeah. making me like that mm-hmm. at home. Yeah. And I was feeling irritable at home. And I was irritable <laughs> at band practice, as Gerard knows. And oh. I was had just to leave like, the practice to go yes, to work. Yeah. I, I was just like irritable, like tr- pretty much every waking moment. Yeah. That's know? terrible. So it was carrying over. That's yeah, so that, not you. Yeah. I, know, I know. I, I was, and I was telling myself, and then, then, then the worst thing happened, and then nine eleven happened yeah. right after oh, this. Gosh. And on top of that, I became even more stressed out. Yeah, you know, because I'm like, oh, what's going to happen next? Now, so right. I'm stressed out about nine eleven. I'm stressed out about mm-hmm. my job. I'm stressed about a, stressed out about the commute. I'm stressed out about the band. And I was mm-hmm. telling myself, if I keep going like this, I'm going to make myself sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, almost as if, as if I prophesized it, then I, in the December oh, no. after 11 is when the rheumatoid arthritis happened. Oh, no. And I was like, oh. there you go. Right. And I, no one knows what causes rheumatoid arthritis, but I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I was stressed out every single minute from September to mm-hmm. December 1st when this yeah. happened. Wow. Right. Every single minute of my waking moment. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know what a trigger can be, but I'm not disallowing uh, that that could possibly have been right oh absolutely right mm-hmm. I, I i hear you on that one sure mm-hmm. you know yeah so um hmm. but luckily now i am in a good place where i don't let myself get like that anymore good, good. good. yeah because you know it's it's something like you know i used to think about this when i go to work and i'd be stressed and I come home and I was some, you know, a lot of times because you both brought this up, you know, about, uh, you know, the, the, the symptoms, like the physical things that mm-hmm. happen, you know, losing sleep is a big one. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, I would sleep okay. But even then, it still seemed like, you know, is that enough to, I mean, it recharges you. I mean, of course, a good night's sleep is a good thing. It's healthy for you. But it never seemed like that was enough. I mean, like, you know, right. when you go into the next day and the same stuff starts up all over again. Mm-hmm. And it always seemed to me like my stress was always, I can't escape it. Right. You know, I can't well, you turn would pass a certain point. Yeah, you can't push people away from coming right. into a store or into no. a restaurant or anything. Um, working in the optical field for 31 years, also the one thing that finally got to me was that I was just bored. Mm-hmm. 
the monotony, mm-hmm. just saying mm-hmm. the same kinds of things over and over from customer to customer to customer and stuff on the phone and phone won't stop ringing. And there's just like this whole feeling of this, uh, you know, being trapped in a situation and you can't get out of it, but you still need it. And my, my last job that I had in the field was very good. I got mm-hmm. paid more than I'd ever gotten paid before because we got incentives, bonuses, you know, we'd have to hit a certain goal and we always did and we'd get our bonuses and that was great. Awesome managers, uh, great coworkers. The customers were actually pretty cool and everything. Must have but at the same time, I was at the you know, so-called out. end of my rope. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. it wasn't, it was yeah. like a combination You were burned of, out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was burned out and bored. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it made me think to myself, what must this be like for people who are raising a family? Because let's, you know, you can get burned out in a lot less time than 31 years. Yes. You know, I was probably burned out for a lot longer, you mm-hmm. know, for a longer time than I, than I knew. But what is it like for people when they're raising kids and, they, and they're feeling this pressure that I can't stop? Mm-hmm. You know, or if I make up, like I made a life change that is, you know, costing me a little bit of money. Not much, but, you know, once we you know, build up a few other things, it'll level off and, it'll, and we'll even get ahead of it. But for right now... You know, that's not where it is. And I can't imagine, you know, being in a different situation where you've got more pressure on you and more to pay for. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine people that have four or five, six kids. What are you doing? <laughs> They're like, doctors. No, I'm just exactly. <laughs> like it's just causing your, your, your financial situation to get worse, you know, worse You're perpetuating and worse. it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine that people are okay with that. <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah. Well, those are the people that turn to like drugs and alcohol. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or just do their job really crappy. True. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've worked with those people before. Yeah. I mean, my parents, I mean, they had the two of us, like, which is, I guess, just pretty much the average. You know, Mm -hmm. you have a couple of kids, two or three kids. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I remember my father. He, you know, working night jobs. Yeah, he got a job one time as one of those people that sits in a parking lot at a business and mm-hmm. just like as a security guy, he kept falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he, <got fired>. <laughs> <laughs> he was so embarrassed about him. it because he had never gotten fired before. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he, my father was a well-rounded guy, so he was yeah. able to do odd jobs like, you know, fix, you know, helping people fix things in their homes, plumbing and stuff like that and whatnot. And, you know, I don't have it. Like I said, I don't have any of those special skills. There's only so much extra that I can do. But making this life change has really been beneficial for me. And my, my life situation is very good right now. So that's a good thing because I'm not sitting, you know, of course, because the job situation is better. I have a wonderful girlfriend that's sitting here next to me. We're doing a podcast. My, my uh, two of my favorite people in the world and I are doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and things are working out a lot better for me. So my, my stress level, other than worrying about general uh, my financial situation, uh, other than that, I don't think I really have any other things that are stressing me right now. That's great. That's really Very good. good. Yeah. Nothing that's weighing on me like things have in the past. Because that was really, oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh, I did so much damage to myself with stress mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I, I made it worse also. But we already talked about that. We did a, a podcast about that. <laughs> So, well, you did what you had to do and I did. Thank goodness, Mm -hmm. you know, because you, you couldn't have gone on much longer because you were, you were here in the house with me to see where my stress levels were coming home from work every day and just flopping on the couch. Like I, I I had no energy to get up. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. That was no good. You helped to get me through a lot of that. Thank Mm -hmm. you. You're welcome. 
My pleasure. Yeah. I'm glad you were finally in a better place. I mean, because you were, it was, it got really bad. Yeah. At the end there. And I didn't even have to tell you anything. You could just, you could just read it in what my actions were. If I never said a word, you would have known that you are in a bad place right now. Right. I could just tell. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you weren't you. I wasn't. Mm-mm. No, because even though you've only known me a short time, the, the, the me that you met originally, right. that was me. Right. And until the things really started to build up on mm-hmm. me. You know? That's, and jo- yeah. yeah. Just like John has, you know, been here for the, the long haul. Correct. And, and knows so much of, uh, we made a joke before that we should have been uh, recording a lot of our conversations right. because, you know, a lot <laughs> of it was about what was stressing us. Yes. Yeah. Seems like it always was. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It was just present. Like, you know, you talked, John, you talked about anxiety and depression. I mean, aside from mm-hmm. just mental health issues, uh, you know, that that's bad enough to have that and being highly sensitive people and all oh, this yes. extra stress gets piled on top of you. It's because we do have a tendency to make it worse. Mm-hmm. It it can really break us down faster and take us. Right. Than it can, because know, it affects person. us stronger. Yeah. John, you know what you were saying about what happened with that um, flick of the switch there mm-hmm. with that boss you had? Yes. Um, when I was working at the local grocery store, I had a similar situation except for that I was never promoted to anything. But um, the manager and I were actually, I thought, were friends. We were pretty good friends and we, we would talk when we weren't at work, you know, I mean, text, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, she gave me a bed for free. Cause remember I moved out. I didn't have anything, you know, um, we would actually have a blast. Well then, um, what happened was I, I had an accident at work and I, I slipped on some, like a, a, a puddle of water mm-hmm. and I, and I fell back and I, I fell straight on my head and I actually had a concussion and, um, apparently what happens is when you have accidents and you fill out the accident reports, points get taken away from the department's performance. So long story short, she and the other manager just entirely stopped speaking to me, like not even good morning, Uh hi, nothing. And they would make passive aggressive remarks about oh uh make sure the floor's you know dry because we don't want anybody slipping and falling with me standing right there and like and like do the head thing like toward yeah, me like wonderful people mm-hmm. and 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 the one in particular and and you i lived here when all that happened right, yeah. she was very very mean to me yeah she was um and i i won't even get into it because i i couldn't even begin yeah. but it was really bad and Thank goodness for that other job that I yeah. got. But I wanted to keep that job because, you know, it was a little extra income. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But after a while. Wasn't worth it. No. Was not worth it. I mean, this person would talk badly about me, my manager, to my coworkers. Yeah. That's so unethical and unprofessional. But, and then she was just flat out mean to my face where other coworkers actually would say something to her. Mm-hmm. So... I feel you. Yeah. And um, thanks to Gerard, I, um, I, I just had to end that right. job. Good thing you did. Thank you. You're welcome.
Yeah, we don't need that. No. We, we don't need people making our lives miserable. Mm-mm. Like, you know, we said, it, it's tough enough just to exactly. get through the day to begin with, to deal with mm-hmm. all people coming at you because the food industry, the optical industry, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've all been a part of all of that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's, the people just don't stop coming at you. No. So... We, we, we don't, I love people, but they can be difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't please everybody all the time. You cannot. So anyone have anything uh, else they'd like to add? Uh, no, I'm so, just for the benefit of our listeners, I do have mm-hmm. a list of the things, sure. the recommendations to mm-hmm. uh, help relieve your stress at work. Yes, good. Thank you. And uh, it's just a small list, and I won't take the time take up too much time and okay. it, it just says uh the, the few recommendations that i have are mm-hmm. to to uh be organized mm-hmm. make a list of your jobs and uh have deadlines and mm-hmm. decide what's most important right mm-hmm. uh secondly don't put things off schedule mm-hmm. your work with a planner don't overcommit yourself if you take on Ooh, too much work mm-hmm. uh, then you're going to create stress uh, to focus, to do one thing at a time. And lastly, mm-hmm. if you can, delegate some of your work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And those are just a, a few little tips uh, to help reduce your stress at work if you're feeling stress at your work. Those Excellent. are very good. Excellent. All right. Thank you, John. Thank you, Christy. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, that there, there's, you know, we, we just kind of rolled with that. Like I was saying earlier to my, uh, my buddies here, I, I didn't... Uh, make too many notes because I knew that we could just pretty much just open mm-hmm. up and talk about this as we've done it so much before. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you, you've got to do all that you can to manage your stress levels. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really important to be observant. Uh, watch how you respond to stress. Watch your energy level because we've seen Very our good, energy yes. levels drop yes. when we've been over, uh, overly stressed. Uh, you know, getting as much sleep as you can possibly manage to and exercising regularly and also Water. try to look into relaxing activities and decide which mm-hmm. ones work for you. And as always- Hydration. Yeah, hyd- hydration for sure. Yeah, <laughs> nourish yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, be, be mindful of what you have accomplished and not of what you've been unable to do. That's really so, good, uh, thank you. We thank you for listening. Uh, this is uh, Gerard, Christie, and John signing off from the From Grief to Greatness podcast. And uh, we will uh, talk to you again soon.